Oh, it's cold outside. So if you guys are listening to this on uh, December 23rd, just a couple of days before Christmas, you know just how cold the temperatures are out there. Now, you guys are going to be laughing at me, and I I like you laughing at me, so it's all right. But our temperature here today is uh, 16.3 degrees. I got to put that 0.3 in there because that 0.3 gives me hope that it's going to warm up. Now, uh, just so you people will know, I went out and uh, took the trash out this morning for garbage pickup. We have garbage pickup on, uh, on Fridays. And I thought, well, you know. Uh, I'm in short pants and a short sleeve t-shirt. It's 16.3 degrees outside. I probably ought to put on some shoes. So I put on some shoes, walked outside, and, and the three or four minutes that I was out there wasn't that bad. I mean, you know, I guess I can understand where you guys are coming from whenever uh, you talk about Texans talking about how, how cold things are, and it's really not that cold. Uh, we didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a breeze, a lot of uh, wind or anything, which I know would have made it worse. So uh, I think it all worked out pretty well. I got the uh, I got the trash out there, and you know what? Uh, the the person, one of the persons that have has the worst job, is the guy that rides the back of the garbage truck. I sat here and watched uh, the the garbage truck show up maybe twenty thirty minutes after I put the garbage out, <laughs> and I was wondering on a day like today. Is the guy going to ride on the outside of the truck? Well, hell yeah. I mean, you know, you can't stop and get in and get into the, the nice heat and everything. And uh, saw the uh, the garbage truck pull by. The guy goes out there, grabs the uh, the trash from the street, <laughs> throws it in the back of the truck, and jumps on the side. So uh, well, I wonder what the windshield is, windshield is at 30, 40 miles an hour uh, on top of uh, the breeze, depending on where the uh, the breeze is coming from, I guess. So anyway, uh, yeah, very cold, very unusual for Southeast Texas. I think it was um, the Snowmageddon that we had a, a year ago, about a year ago, uh, where we had lost power and stuff. Uh, I think it got down to 14. So we're just a couple of couple of degrees above that. Uh, things are looking good for us keeping power, but uh, I'm making sure I'm getting the show out early just in case there is a, a power issue. Now, I had a great interview with Julianne of Wrangler Her, uh, and it's a, a nice, long one. You guys uh, love the long interviews. Well, we have a nice, long interview, but it goes by so quickly uh, that I don't think you'll you, you'll get to the end and go, oh, my God, that went by very quickly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, setting, the, uh, <laughs> I'm setting the expectations there. <laughs> so without much, uh, much more talk, let's uh, uh, get into the, uh, <laughs> the interview right after this. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Dog Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Chuck. I like making people laugh. That's, that's it's good for my soul. Chuck. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself from around the world. Or from your city. And sometimes just down the street. Howdy, neighbor. It's the Jeep Talk Show interview. Hi, boys and girls. It's time for another Jeep Talk Show interview. And tonight we're going to be talking with Julianne from Wrangle Her. I just had to have a quick instructional on how to say that. It wasn't it wasn't Julianne telling me how to do it. I just mispronounced everything, so I was making sure I was doing it right this time. So Julianne instructs and holds events for both men and women from trail adequacy, safety, instructional, uh, winch instructional, all women driver events. 
leading adventure trail rides, educational events, including but not limited to tires, lift kits, and off-road aftermarket parts, plus beginner to advanced off-roading skills and trail events at most vendor shows around the USA, along with having a vendor booth at many of the Jeep vendor shows across the country. You can find out more about Julianne and her site at uh, wrangleher.org or wrangleher.com, R-A-N-G-L-H-E-R dot com and of course you can uh, see this in the, this uh, this episode show notes we'll, show notes will certainly have it there too so you can just do the simple thing and, and click and go julianne thank you very much for being with us tonight yeah no thank you so much for having me now you recently met chris our illustrious uh, chris and guest acquisition person at uh four fest events uh detroit and i i, I understand you have a complaint no. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is going, oh, holy hell, what happened? I thought it was nice. <laughs> no, he's great. I love his personality. Yeah, Chris, Chris is a great guy. He's been a huge help. Actually, and- you know what? I got like five. Hold on. Where's my notebook? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, the first thing I got to ask you, well, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to I'm gonna start with where I normally start is uh, your Jeep. Now, do you have more than one Jeep or do you, because so I, I like to ask what's, what's your, uh, t- I ask you about your Jeep, but I, some people say, well, I have five. Which one do you want to know about? <laughs> so if you have more than one, I want to know about your favorite. No, I don't. I'm down to one now. I have a little race car and um and my jk and that's it right now (laughs) i have had i had um a comanche 96 tj 06 tj my jk and a jku all at the same time at one point (laughs) very cool so uh now your uh for your your uh, jk what year is it it is only a 15 that's you wouldn't know it if you looked under it she's clean as a whistle oh good so what modifications have you done on it uh, everything. <laughs> yeah, I was afraid that that might be the case. Yeah, RPM, um, the full aluminum, front-end steering setup. I have the rear drag link, 37-inch tires, 3.5-inch lift, uh, aftermarket fenders, inner outer. I have all the skid plates, everything. <laughs> and, and you need that because you use this. This isn't something you cruise around the mall or uh, uh, go to go to an, uh, like a, a, a training event and uh, and just it just sits there as a, a prop. You actually use this off road. Yes, this year I actually rebuilt the entire thing. So this is the second full build on it. So I redid every single thing on the vehicle. It's all brand spanking new. Now I've never kept up with the JKs uh, a lot, but is the that the one that has the three six in it, or because I don't know when they I don't remember when they switched over from the three eight to the three six. Some of the 14s have the 3.8. Okay. Uh, the 15s is pretty much when it all switched over to the 3.6. Good, good, good. Because there was some problems with the 3.8s, and I was hoping that wasn't going to be a problem for you, but it sounds like you'd take care of it even if, if uh, you started having some issues with uh, the lower end. Um, okay, real good. So now the most important question about your Jeep is, well, what color is it? Black. <laughs> well, right now, I'm sorry, Julianne. That was the wrong answer. The right answer is, of course, red. <laughs> I have red in it. 
<laughs> no, no. You, I'm sorry. You've already answered. We've uh, we've already played the fail so- the sound. So no, that's really good. A lot of people like the black, and of course, uh, 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 Josh, my co-host, has black. Uh, Chuck has a, a black scrambler. He wants scram- scrambler, uh, and uh, Wendy has a white. Wendy and Bill have a white uh, JK, and uh, I, they're all wrong. It, it should be red, but that's all right. I'm doing red. Uh, here uh, the, with the the official 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator and uh, the uh, 1998 official Jeep Talk Show uh, Cherokee. So there you go. Nice. All right. So uh, oh, and then of course we got to know what size tires and wheels that you're running and the size lift. I have a three and a half inch lift. I have the TerraFlex 3.1s with the Rock Crawler triple rated springs and 37 inch Maxxis Razor tires. And my beadlocks are method. Now, have you found uh, a, a good reason for the beadlocks? Because uh, I, I think a lot of, I mean, I'd love to have beadlocks because I like the way it looks. But, okay. I, I mean, do you really air down enough where you need those beadlocks? Yeah, I actually air my tires down and my air down kit is set to 6 PSI. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I have mine set for 14, uh, which was the recommended for the uh, the Nexons. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you can really take it down there now. Now, um, have you uh, ever been? How do you air them back up? Do you have an air supply system, whether it's a a tank or a compressor, or yeah? I do. I have the uh, ARB dual air compressor that's under the hood. And I would assume. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) And I'm I'm sorry. uh, Did you say uh, you have lockers, the uh, ARB lockers as well, or do you have lockers in your Jeep? Yeah. Yeah, I have lockers. And it's the ARBs? Yes. Good choice. I love the ARBs. Um, yeah, they're good. Yeah. I mean, the other manufacturers are good, too, but I, I, I certainly right. like the selectables over the uh, the ones that decide when they want to lock and when they don't. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. um, so, um, let's see. What else was I going to ask you? Okay. Well, we, we, got, we found out about your Jeep. You've done a lot of modifications to it. Um, any plans on um, going with something newer, or is this going to be your, your Jeep for the conceivable future? Um, no, actually, I'm looking into within like the next six months, eight months, picking up a two-door JL and turning this one into a crawler or bouncer. Ah, good, good, good. Because yeah. you know it's bad mojo to sell a Jeep. You should always uh, keep your Jeep. Of course, you already sold a TJ, which is bad mojo in itself. I know, and I really loved that one. I regret selling the TJ. But that's the problem. <laughs> and I always warn people whenever they start putting it online, say, hey, I'm going to sell my Jeep. Don't do it figure out something else you're not gonna right. you're gonna be upset when you do this right all right so let's talk about unless there's anything else you want to tell us about your jeep uh i mean let's uh, we can switch over to uh wrangle her i'm so glad i asked you how to pronounce that <laughs> well right now i'm working on i have quite a few different modifications that are going on to it still i'm going with the rpm control arm set and I've got the rear drag link that I'll be installing, the rear drive, drive shaft from Adams. And she's being completely stripped down and rewrapped. And I have a new race hood and quite a few other smaller parts that are going to be going in and on it uh, because the Jeep's going to be in SEMA. Oh, okay. That's right. I think I remember uh, Chris telling me about that. So yeah. let me ask you real quick. When I hear RPM, I think about the, the motor turning. But RPM is, is probably a, a name brand uh, of uh, control arms that you're going with. Is that correct? Yes. I've had RPM since um, Moab, Utah. So on my way to Moab, my drag link broke. And I couldn't get a replacement end link 
But our PM was there and he came over, Don Roycroft, and he saved my day because the very next morning I had a women's event, all ladies experience, topless to top of the world event. Mm -hmm. And I was currently, I had a stock drag drag link on it and I dropped the whole front end down to stock level and limped it across the USA just to get to Moab for my event. So I ended up with RPM and I'll tell you, I'm very happy that I ended up with RPM because as soon as they installed it, I mean, that Jeep's been all across the country multiple times this year and it hasn't moved. It hasn't changed. I've been able to crawl everything, flex it as much as I want. And it just, it just goes with me. (laughs) Yeah, no, that means a lot whenever you don't have that problem, especially after you've had a problem and you're not home to be able to take care of it. It's, it's a very uneasy feeling. So do you know what happened uh, originally to break the, the original part that, or the, the part that uh, uh, you said it and I forget where, what it was that broke now. Yeah, the drag link. So uh, what caused that issue? Was it just, did it just break or was it because of a, a wheeling situation? No, I was just driving on the freeway and I had just come over a bridge and the bolt had kind of just sheared right in half. Wow. And my Jeep went flying right after I came, it went flying down the road, down a big, huge grass pasture with my little teardrop on the back. Mm -hmm. I was terrified, but um, I was able to collect myself at the bottom of the hill. And luckily I had a Jeep so I could climb back up the hill. Right. And, you know, I ended up using a few different components to kind of button it back together to limp it to a fellow Jeeper's garage. And he helped us find a stock drag link at O'Reilly's, believe it or not. And we had to cut the other one off and do a few other things to be able to get the whole part to, because of it getting kind of mangled going down the hill. Right. And we got it all back together with the stock and just kind of brought everything to stock level so it didn't stress out all my other components. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want you to badmouth a uh, manufacturer, but was this the stock drag link that was on the Jeep? No, it was another company. And yeah, I don't do that right. at all. Um, I actually had another company that helped me out initially when I first got to Moab and they wanted to you know, have their way with their competitor's part. Then I took it back and had told them, you know, like, I'm sorry, but regardless of anything, because you just never know. Sometimes it's not the manufacturer. Maybe they switched to a different supplier. Maybe that supplier supplier didn't, you know, build that part properly. And that's kind of out of their control. You know, they put their trust in other people. Right. They just don't know. There, there could be so many different reasons why something happens. Um, so to like point fingers or be mad at somebody is really just kind of a waste of energy <laughs> well you're you're pretty popular out there uh and but potentially a competitor you think maybe they were trying to kill you no <laughs> <laughs> see no, this actually, is why at the beginning i ask <laughs> anything i ask or say if you don't like you just you let me know so anyway um that well that's good i'm glad that you made it and uh it, it's really good that you were able to work through that it had to have been just a horrible feeling of uh you know, you, 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 you have this freedom and this ability to go where you want to go and then yeah. something breaks and you can't. And if you, I think actually you mentioned before we started recording that some people give you a hard time about working on your own stuff, but when you yeah. work on your own stuff, you understand how it goes together and you understand maybe sometime how you can get away with a lot of wire and uh, duct tape and uh, some things. <laughs> and when you can't, it also too, how fast you can go in doing something like that to limp along to get it fixed. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's very important. I, and I try to teach it to my daughters because if nothing else, I want them to understand um, what it costs, the, 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 the bare minimum of what it's going to cost 
and how long it would take because you know men like to lie to women about what it is they need and you know how long it's going to take to to get it fixed so if they can't if they don't want to fix it themselves at least they'll know whenever they're being bs'd Mm -hmm. all right yeah i've always been grateful for uh my father and my grandparents having me wrench on things with them as a very young girl because i've always known from 13 14 years of age like how much stuff costs, how long it takes to install these different components. I mean, my dad rebuilt complete different engines and vehicles as a young girl. So for me, I could tell you in 1980, 1990s, how much it costs to put a different engine in (laughs) at that time. And I don't want to tell, I don't want, I like to say that uh, there's a lot more to owning a business. There's costs involved in owning a business. And that's why one of the reasons why you could do it a lot cheaper than they can do it because there's overhead. But, 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 but at, but at the same time, you don't want to be gouged. So, um, and and was, was there, is there a past Jeep history? You mentioned uh, your parents and uh, your grandparents. Was there any Jeeps in the past? Is that how you got into Jeeps or? Yeah. Jeeps and Broncos. I mean, we built racing go-karts, uh, the Jeep ended up being the first off-road vehicle that we used uh, because the newer Bronco came out. My grandfather went and picked that up. So we had everything. We had tractors. We had snowmobiles. We raced snowmobiles. We raced, raced everything that had four wheels. How many uh, How many kids in your family? Are you the only one or do you got brothers and sisters? There's three of us. I'm the oldest. Okay. So you're the one that was uh, causing all the problems with, uh, with the other 100%. two. He's touching me. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just getting really close, but I'm not touching you. Yeah. Uh, So is it uh, brothers or sisters? One each. Oh, okay. Good. So uh, did you get along with your sister okay? Nope. Because I know know you didn't get along with your brother. (laughs) My brother's my best friend. He he? actually lived with me in Key West for years. Is is he the youngest? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) So the the middle one is more like a Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you got that reference. Uh, Josh gives me a hard time about timely reference, Tony. Yeah, that was good timing. Yeah. All right. Well, good. So uh, interesting. So um, let me ask you this. Is there any other off-road vehicle you could see yourself having? You've you've had a lot of experience in different vehicles. Is it a Jeep for you or is there a new Bronco like in your future? Because you mentioned the, the Bronco, which I would assume you were talking about the, the late 60s uh, uh, style mo- uh, Broncos or maybe the 70s ones. No, not really. I'm more of a Jeep girl. I've always had a Jeep since I got since before I had a driver's license. I had a Jeep. I was driving a Jeep before I had a license <laughs> up North Michigan. So I'm just a I am true blue, genuine, 100 percent Jeep. Girl. I mean, I want a buggy. I'd like to race. Yeah, that'd be fun. I just supercharged the JK, so I've kind of, I've done a few burnouts, let's say. <laughs> How is that for the low-end torque, for the off-roading? I mean, is it more a high RPM uh, boost than it is a, a low RPM uh, for off, or like for slow well, and slow and curious? Actually, I just bought this handy-dandy guy. He is the Diablo. And with this, I can do three different torque settings. So as soon as I wire this up, I'll be able to set it for just off-roading um long road trips and then just uh like just daily driving and or racing Mm -hmm. so i'm probably going to set three or four torque specs on this guy so that this way i just hit a button and it'll set it'll you know jump into the pc computer and set the torque specs to what it is that i'm using the vehicle for at that time 
what kind of torque are you looking at for for low end uh, i know you don't have it in there yet but i'm sure you've read it and it tells you it gives you an idea oh no my i know right now uh with the supercharger the sprint tech supercharger i have 460 to the wheel oh my gosh oh that would be so yeah. nice it's um, amazing yeah yeah <laughs> oh, oh i bet <laughs> now now is there is there any concern about the the drive shafts being able to to handle that torque the i mean i don't know if you've uh, replaced the uh, the transfer case maybe uh with a uh a atlas or something uh, something that you know have any problems that you know that that kind of torque is not going to be a problem for no i don't think it that'll be a problem really i mean is yours I a rubicon right now is it so you have the rubicon yeah, case in I there I did have 513 gears in it, but I actually took them out and brought them back to the stock 44s because the 513s just had a little too much pep and I would have ended up, you know, destroying all those gears. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't know this personally, but from what I understand, the higher uh, or the lower in the gearing you go, the, the less uh, pinion uh, ring uh, penetration you get. So you can start uh, chipping up uh, rings and pinions if you get it too, uh, too low in the gearing. Um, yeah. So was that a concern for you with the, the 513s or? No, I mean, if I break anything, I just buy it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who do you go with? Uh, you go with Yukon or, or who? I have Dana. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's not a bad, uh, bad way to go. Uh, yeah. And you said they were Dana 44s. Correct. And it's the ones that came with, uh, with the Jeep originally? Yep, they're the Rubicon stock. Yeah. Any plans to go with something else, uh, a Dana 60s or? Yeah, if I strip her down and I start chopping her up and turning her into a crawler or a bouncer, mm -hmm. I've got a couple diff different directions that I think I'm going to go. Um, that's kind of in the works right now of what the planning would be for the next build on it, which would be the last build. Because after oh, give me a break. <laughs> you know, like jumping <laughs> 27,000 in it this year, I'm like, God bless America. But that's like, like that's like somebody posting up on Facebook or your your better best social media saying, I finally finished the Jeep. Give me a stinking break. You're <laughs> higher drinking because you're not done with that. <laughs> I am really drinking. <laughs> well, very cool. So, no, I mean, I'm not saying you should. I'm just, uh, I'm just curious because uh, you're doing a lot of stuff to it. Um, have you now... I'm not, I'm really bad. Actually, one of the reasons why I got into Jeeps, uh, actually, I got into trucks originally because I was driving uh, cars very, very fast. Uh, at, at 18, 19 years old, I wasn't going to die, but somebody else was going to, you know, because, you, you, you know, yeah. you're never going to die because, you know, you're under control. So, uh, yeah. but I knew that if I didn't yeah. get into something slower, that I was going to have a problem. Somebody, like I said, somebody was going to die. So uh, I just love driving fast. So you may not be able to, to answer this, but have you noticed a, a, a fuel performance, an MPG increase uh, after the turbocharging? Or uh, have you kept your foot out of it long enough to tell? Well, so for longer road trips, I actually got almost four miles more per gallon. Wow. So driving from Michigan to Smoky Mountain, I got four more miles per gallon. What, and, and what long was and, it's, and that was eight miles a gallon you were getting? Four, yeah. <laughs> no, 11. Now I get like 13, 14. Oh, well, so it's really up close to stock. I mean, for, for a yeah. highly modified vehicle. So that's not bad. No, not at all. And it's mainly because the RPMs, so at 80 miles an hour, I'm just going to say that's my speed. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Don't lie to me. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. no, I do. I go 80, 90. <laughs> um, at 80 at cruise control i did it three two phillips um so i tried wow. to, 
empty to full because I really wanted to kind of get an idea mm-hmm. of what my mileage would be if it was going to be more or less. And so from empty to full at 80 miles an hour on cruise control, I got four more miles per gallon. That's amazing. Four miles a gallon yeah. is a lot. The, it, you, it had is. To, you had to have been happy with that. Uh, beyond happy. I spent a lot of money on the gas. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, if I was to really take my gas tickets mm-hmm. and if I could cash them in, I could rebuild that whole Jeep again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, hopefully the, that uh, the fuel prices will uh, will come down here in the, the near future. Uh, they've come down soon, but I'm, I'm afraid they're going to go back up after the election. So we'll see what happens. All right. Yeah. Well, see, I'm asking all these questions. I get really excited about uh, Jeep and stuff and things that make that go fast, and especially uh, if a Jeep goes fast, because people don't expect that. <laughs> no, they don't, and it's great. I mean, like right now, it's kind of like a sleeper. So mm-hmm. I I pulled up to the line next to a a charger that was had a Hemi in it, and we kept nose to nose right off of the line all the way until. We got about a quarter of a mile up the road, and then he just kind of threw it into, uh, dropped it into a lower gear, and he kicked it up. Mine's a automatic, so with the manuals, you know, you can rev those gears a little bit higher, and yeah. you can get a little faster. Double, double faster. clutch it, and uh, he probably hit the uh, the nitrous because he was like, "Holy yeah. hell, I'm, I'm not, no, I'm sorry, I'm videoing this now." Um, yeah, and I'm sure he thought, "I am not losing to a cheat." No, yeah. <laughs> I like, no way. Now, you mentioned earlier, uh, before we started recording, that uh, uh, men have given you a hard time about uh, working on your Jeep, uh, making the modifications and working on it. I don't understand why. I mean, I can understand giving you a hard time while you're working on it, but not, not n- nothing negative. I mean, I think that's great. Why, why do you think that is? I don't know. I think some people are, it's just still... Kind of viewed like a man's world and it and it will always be somewhat of a man's world because they are stronger and i do ask for some brawn and in between everything you know if i'm at a shop and i have friends that have a few hoists so we'll be there and i'll ask my girlfriend i'm like go get your husband i need him to help me like twerk this because mm-hmm. this guy's not moving and i am not strong enough you know you could you can bend and flex and try to grab onto whatever you can and use something for leverage but the reality is, is I'm 4'11", 98 pounds, and so I do need a little backup. Right. Um, so I think, you know, in some guys' minds, it's still more of a man's world, and and that's okay. I don't find it, I don't find it offensive, but I've had one individual come to me and say the one time, there's no way that you can put your rock rails on your Jeep, and because they do, they weigh it, they're heavy. The Weston rock rail, they're super heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I set up a two jacks and I set it on top of it and I just kind of get it to the point to where it's close enough and I can get everything started. And then after that, it's just easy breezy. So there is a little pre-prep work that goes into place to be able to install some of these super beefy, heavy products, especially the skid plates. Oh my God. Those were, I used my head. (laughs) Yeah, as we do. And I was like, please don't slide. You know, I was like, okay, I think I got the balancing book act down, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the skid plate. It was great, but I made it happen. And at my buddy shop over here in uh, Michigan, him and his wife, uh, she does a lot of installs and a lot of work on vehicles too. And so when she's that, when she sees me pull up, she's like, "Yes, Julianne's here. We get to wrench on her Jeep today because she loves to kind of like dynamic team it." Mm-hmm. And she gets super excited to do some Jeep installs. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I don't see any. 
Yeah, I mean, there are certain things. I mean, if you're trying to uh, break something loose that's a uh, uh, torque to 250 uh, pounds, then yeah, it's going to be very difficult. And and there's a limited yeah. amount of space as far as a cheater pipe that you can put on that or the, the size of the torque wrench. And and even yeah. for me, it's, it's it, I'm, I'm, I mean, something's getting ready to pop out uh, at times, you know? And, and, and then I have my physical weight that I can use that, that you have probably a third of what I have. So that's one of the things, and that's what I tell my, my daughters whenever I'm, I'm teaching them about how to do things. I said, now, it may be some things may be a lot more difficult for you because of your weight and the amount of strength that you have, but there's leverage, there's getting somebody to help you. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, but I don't, um, I don't know. I guess I've always been of the, of the mindset that I don't need to compete with anybody but myself. And yeah. I can always continue to grow and do things. Uh, I don't have to worry about somebody passing me up. I mean, there's a lot of people that do things better than me. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I can learn to do more. And that's that sounds ex- exactly what you're talking about. 100%, yes. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, yeah, d- d- don't compete with anybody else. Just compete with yourself. And you'll be surprised how many people out there are going, man, wow, how the hell does she do that? It's like, I yeah. don't, I'm not paying attention to anybody else. I'm just trying to do the best I can do. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, so we're. I think that to women too, because I have a lot of gals that are, will, you know, buy a lot of the products and mock my build a lot because I've taken them off roading and I've put them in my Jeep to see what a modified Jeep feels like on an obstacle so that they can tell the difference between their stock Jeep and what a modified Jeep feels like. And they'll call me up and say, hey, listen, I just bought your lift kit. Can you help me install it? And I'm like, oh, man, okay. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, my lift kits, I've done a lot. (laughs) And they take me like eight hours, if not two days. (laughs) Yeah, no, it takes me about twice as long. I fell asleep when I was uh, putting the lift, uh, the the four-inch lift on my wife's TJ, uh, which I found out was a mistake from the standpoint that four-inch lift on a TJ is not like a six and a half-inch lift on an XJ. No. (laughs) But she gets in and out of it just fine. But anyway, I was out there. I was out there working on that, uh, putting that lift on. I, I literally fell asleep on the the garage floor. <laughs> Came out there. Are you okay? Oh yeah, I'm just taking a nap. I guess. <laughs> I've never done that before. But man, it was a lot of work and really tiring. Yeah, I think it took me all weekend to do mine because I took it from bone stock. I bought it straight off of the um, showroom floor. Brought it straight home, fully loaded, and just they. And it was really funny when I bought it. He was trying to sell me a warranty, and I was like, oh, "Listen, geez. man, as soon as I get it home, I'm like in like 14 days. I'm gonna avoid every warranty that's on there. Right. I'm like, so seriously, I'm gonna keep the three thousand. I'll dump it into the Jeep for something else. I'm Good like, I don't God, I hate insurance. Oh God, I mean, it, I know you got to do it, but I just hate insurance because you're buying nothing. <laughs> Most of the time, you're buying nothing. Yeah, uh, but don't you guys don't do that just because I said it. You know, buy the buy whatever warranty, whatever things you want to do. Because sometimes it does pay off, but most of the time it's just uh, something for nothing. You know, I did find that Jeep has actually come to the table with a decent warranty if you go with their Fox Lift and like a, a and it's done at the dealership. It's not that bad. So like a two and a half inch lift with like thirty five inch tires with a Jeep like Fox shocks and whatnot, Jeep lift from mm-hmm. the dealership. And they will stand pretty true because my girlfriend stressed out her shocks and 
she brought it in there and they just swapped them out for 50 buck or $150 deductible or something. And she was back on the trails with us with no squeaking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I went with the uh, the Mopar uh, lift, uh, the two and a half inch lift with the Fox shocks and all that stuff. Now, is uh, yeah. is I don't know. We'll see if anything happens. But as far as they will know, is it was factory installed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do have video of the FedEx guy bringing the box, you know, the the, the Jeep box, sure. walking that in from the street. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've never even had to carry one, but I bet that's heavy. Well, I mean, they they literally oh, well, it's not the, it's not that the box is that big, but it's really really heavy. It's a beautiful box, uh, right. and uh, but they uh, I, when I got it and I opened it up and I was like, I'm missing the control arms, and and there was some other stuff that was missing out of it. And I contacted the company uh, about it. It was a dealership that was actually online, and I contacted them. They said, Yeah, we have to take that stuff out because it's too heavy to ship. So they had to do two shipments. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, okay. and even even with those things missing, it was still very heavy. But anyway, uh, wow. yeah, it's uh, it's it's a very nice uh, it's a very nice lift kit. I I would have probably wanted to go higher, but you know I could have put thirty fives on the Gladiator when I got it, so it's fine. And it it's a really nice lift. I've had the the Gladiator off several several times now, and it's amazing off road. And all I got yeah. is limited slip on it. Right. All right. Well, you know, here we're, we're going on and on and on about Jeeps. It's a lot of fun talking about that, and especially how you're how you're handling all that, and how you're doing a lot of this yourself. But we got to talk about your your products, your wrangleher.com uh, site, .org site, uh, either one. And uh, you have uh, some uh, some various um, you know t-shirts, hats uh, uh, that you that you sell. Tell us something about what you got there and how you came up with this stuff. So I've, I've been off-roading since I was a young girl, um, and over the years, uh, I think it was like 2016, I've always had some kind of a pretty decent size female convoy. I was always trying to get more girls because I was always the only girl. And uh, the one gal came to me the one day and she asked, like, do you got stickers or do you got hats or do you have anything for us? We really want to support you. We had so much fun. Thank you for all, all of your help. Thanks for guiding us over all of these crazy obstacles. You're so good at explaining why you're having us do what we're doing. Um, but we'd like to support you. Like, what do you have a website? You know, where's your company? And I'm like, it's not a company. I just do this for fun. And you were like, uh, yes. <laughs> you know, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it cost me so much money to go around the world and do this with all these women. So I thought, okay, well, maybe I will I'll put together an apparel line, uh, allow your adventure or allow your style to match your adventure. And as long as the company makes money and I just keep recircling it back into it, I can get further and it covers right. the expenses. Like, for instance, I have three gals that I'm, I'm covering their expenses to be able to come to SEMA to be a part of SEMA for, with me. And I'm doing that so that all three of these gals are amazing women, they're, they're mothers or just fantastic females that are out there doing similar things like me that are very positive. And I thought if I bring them with me, now we can all share this experience because we've all mutually supported each other with being in different parts of the country. So why don't we just all come to one place and you know spread that love and that support to all, all off-roaders, men and women that are looking to get into it and and you know, share, just spread the love. Right. And so Wrangler came about and it has just grown and doubled and then tripled and then quadrupled. And so 
now I get to like 12 to 16 shows a year and I can conduct wow. anywhere from like 10 to 20 off-road events a year. And it's amazing because I love the energy that like, that's kind of really why I have, I keep going and want to go further and meet more people is just the energy that you get from all the individuals, helping them get over some crazy obstacle that they looked at in the past and said, uh-uh, I'll watch you do that. Right. <laughs> you know, like right. I'm not getting, my Jeep cannot do that. I cannot do that. There is no way. Mm-hmm. But when you bring them up to it and you tell them, listen, I promise I can get you over this. Just listen to me. Look at me. Don't look at the obstacle because you'll think, I, oh, I need to go this way because you can't see what I can see on the outside. Right. And as long as they do that, I get them over and everything. And then afterwards, they're like, I can't believe I did that. That's so awesome. Mm -hmm. And they get out. I had one girl like run laps and she was like, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, see, this is why I do this. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's a lot of fun. I haven't actually taught anybody uh, doing uh, what you're you're doing, but I do know that look of, wow, that was really great. It's, It's fun to share. Uh, the the illness we all share about uh, spending all this money on jeeps and going off road and a yeah. lot of people don't understand how capable their jeep is when they get it yeah. it doesn't have to be modified to do anything no i can't tell you how many times i've been to moab utah and there's four to five different jeeps out there on trail rides with me uh that we do and there's they're bone stock and i can get them over everything it's just it's a matter of like for Moab, Utah, a lot of it is just like take your time and mm-hmm. crawl. Mm-hmm. There's nothing out there that you got to really rush through. It's the slower you go, the more control you have, and the better the obstacle and the easier it is to conquer it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take your time uh, and, uh, just, yeah. Uh, and and watch other people in front of you is a, is a big help as well. Sure, yeah, especially if they have a similar build and or a four-door and you have a four-door. Mm-hmm. If they took that line and they cleared everything and their tires were able to grip it pretty good. And you have similar mud terrain or all terrain tires. I mean, they don't all have to be the same exact company, but um, that's my cat. (laughs) 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 Um, And you can also follow kind of that path too, because they made it more than likely you will too. Absolutely. So I was just, it just dawned on me. How do you handle the communication between everybody? How do you communicate with your group? Uh, depending on the size, if it's a smaller group, I really just have kind of everybody. I stage everybody to where, like, I'm a two door. So in Michigan, there's a lot of two, there's a lot of JKs or two door jails. Mm-hmm. Um, but in other states, I've found that there's a lot of four doors, and I sometimes end up being one of two two doors. So usually, try to put everybody together that have a similar build so that they can kind of follow the leader. Sure, but we do have. Um, what are my radios by? So I've got the Midland radios and everybody gets a radio. If we're on like a Michigan, um, uh, more in states where there's like trees and movable boulders and mud and water and things like that to where you, you are going to have more communication mm-hmm. to where on like Moab, Utah, if somebody's on an obstacle, everybody's out talking and watching it and kind of talking about how they're going to get up and over it. So you don't really use a whole lot of radios in Moab. Mm-hmm. But you're, when you say uh, Midland, you're referring to GMRS or CB? Uh, GMRS. Yeah, so that, I that's the way to go. Yeah. yeah, that's really way to go. And uh, Midland's one of our uh, reoccurring sponsors on the show that we, uh, we've been doing giveaways from. Midland's uh, makes some really good GMRS radios. Nothing wrong with a CB. Yeah. It's just CB in general is uh, noisy and irritating 
and yeah. uh, not as easy to communicate on, uh, depending on when you're doing it and how far you are apart. So, sure. so also too talking about communication. How do you handle uh, communicating with your your group of? Uh, 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 gosh, I, I just saw it. Uh, not uh, not vendors. Uh, but, uh, hang on a second. The wrangle her girls. How do you uh, communicate with your brand ambassadors and or yeah the the wrangle her girl girls? How do you do your communication through? Okay. It's, it's, surely it's with so, social media, but is there yeah. uh, one way of doing it? Because I can imagine that could get out of hand really quick. About well, somebody told me this, and where was it? Where did I I find that? Is it the good old email thing? Because that's one way of handling it. Yeah, we do emails, and then for a lot of the events, everybody will get two to three emails leading up to the event. Like as soon as they sign up for the event, most of our events are um, you're able to sign up with them on our Facebook platforms. And that seems to be the easiest for us because we don't charge. So to put it on a platform to where you're going to have to have a zero dollar sign on there and just to use that platform, we still have to pay for that. So Mm -hmm. I try to keep it to where it's, you know, as as small cost as possible for all the girls. So I just put it on Facebook and everybody gets an email and in the email, it'll give the kind of the to-do list and also the expectations that they can have for, of us from the event. So I'm 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 kind of kind of laughing here because I'm thinking people <laughs> are driving back and forth to work and they're going, "Where the what the hell is that noise?" And a lot of people are going to say, "Oh no, what, why is my Jeep making that noise?" <laughs> <laughs> but that's her cat. Her cat is uh, yes. is talking to her. So <laughs> yeah. you keep hearing that noise. It's it's the cat. It's okay. It's not something in your vehicle. Um, no. So really cool. Now, do you have a, a popular uh, a piece, of, piece of clothing? A, a more popular? What do you? What do you have? What's the trend for the items that you have? Is it the shirts, the hats, the stickers, or or yeah? Uh, it's really our our hats are our biggest sellers because we only make so many of them per year, mm-hmm. and once those are sold out, that's it. So I and so they're kind of like you can either you can either get that style, that design, and that color pattern in twenty twenty two. Or you'll never be able to get it again. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we only make about fifteen hundred per hat of each style, so that we always have something different. So I don't want everybody in the world to have the same exact thing. I want everybody to come up and be like, "Oh, I like yours. Oh, I like yours. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like the colors on that one with that pattern or whatnot." So we're always ever changing. Mm-hmm. And how do you come up with the designs? Is that something you you just uh, think about yourself whenever you're driving across country at 99 miles an hour on cruise control? (laughs) Well, it's, yes. It's either, because we do Daytona and Panama and Moab, Utah. So, uh, well, Moab is more, and Moab is when we come out with our more like uh, camel colors, like the greens and the tans and Mm -hmm. the the burlap um, off-road trail bags we make for, Moab, Utah, and you can only get them if you come to Moab. And that's for trash. And we do the uh, burlap because they are biodegradable. Mm-hmm. We try to work side by side with like tread lightly. And a lot of that theme of tread, uh, you know, tread lightly on our trails. Don't create new ones. Pick up trash if you see it. And it's like, it's tough right now because a lot of people are in the COVID scare and whatnot. But I always tell everybody go to the store and pick up just a cheap throwaway, you know, package of gloves. And if you see something, then pick it up and just toss the glove in there with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so that kind of avoids and cures that issue. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. So, so everything is kind of themed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. 
So, so like beach, we have the sun hats and we have beach towels and we have sunglasses and we have lip balms. And so we do a lot of it's per event. So like Smoky Mountain, for instance, we did a lot of um, like blues and like dark navy blue. And that's where the don't blame the driver. This vehicle sends itself. Mm-hmm. Sure, it came into play the first year at Smoky Mountain because we I went off roading and I ended up on a on a boulder that was kind of rocky mm-hmm. and my jeep got away with it the boulder went one way and my jeep went the other way and i was just like god bless it i'm like of course you know and it just kind of slid right up my uh, beadlock and just ripped a bunch of metal off but that's where that saying came from was that particular jeep ride i was like well my jeep just sent itself you know i didn't even get to pick which path it was going to take it did it on mm-hmm. its own <laughs> all like this one says the uh, girls can do anything yes so I always have told my children and I tell everybody this off-roading my entire life since I have. And it was, it came from my grandmother. She always told me that there's nothing you can't do if you don't put your mind to it. And if you don't try, you'll never know if you could succeed. So for me, girls can do anything. You can do anything that you put your mind to. So just give it a try. Don't give up. And the more that you try it and start off slow, you don't have to go out there with the, the biggest Jeeps. But you could go out there with the biggest Jeeps and sit in the passenger seat but ask questions, kind of mm-hmm. pay attention Absolutely. to what they're doing and why they're doing it. And then that'll give you a little more you know, knowledge for when you want to try it. Mm-hmm. And if you get in the, if you get, if you're asking whether you're in their Jeep or not, if you're asking questions and you don't like the answers or they're not uh, being respectful to you uh, with, the, with the answers, find somebody else. It's, yeah. You're not the, the dumb one asking questions because it doesn't matter. Oh. If it is somebody that's been wheeling for 40 years, at some point in their life, somebody had to teach them whether they were taught or they asked questions or, you know, yeah. so it, we, we all start from the same same spot. And I always like to say, you don't have to be a man to push a gas pedal or press a brake pedal. <laughs> you know, anybody, it's a machine and anybody can yeah. drive that. We're not torquing anything. You don't need no. this, any kind of strength to press that pedal or anything that any right. sex or even many children can do. So uh, don't think you're yeah. limited because you're a woman. And, uh, you know, we're always trying to get more women uh, involved with the Jeep Talk Show because there's no reason why they shouldn't be part of the thing. And frankly, I think it'd be a lot more fun if more women were out wheeling with uh, when, with the rest of us, you know? Yeah, it is. And especially because, you know, girls were nurturers. So let's say that, you know, maybe somebody is putting their self in kind of a sticky situation. They're the ones that are going to kind of be able to decompress this, bring it down because we know how to do that. We know how to calm our children. We know how to calm ourselves. I mean, we are emotional by nature, mm-hmm. but, and men are very um, like more driven by that energy. So we are kind of that happy median. We bring, we do bring things to a, a an even plateau because we all, with a man and a woman, we mesh. That's why there's relationships. Right. We complete each other. Mm-hmm. And if you have a girl on a trail, a lot of times, one of two things will happen: either guys get super excited and they're going to do the craziest thing they can, or of course. <laughs> two, they don't want to look stupid, so they're not going to screw up. <laughs> you know right. Like, so, it's kind of funny. <laughs> well, and also, too, uh, there's men out there that have the same questions that you have because we're not all born uh, knowing about mechanical things or off-road things. And whenever you ask the question because you're a woman, 
they may be uh, mentally taking notes because they wanted to ask that, but they couldn't because yeah. of all the potential teasing or, or why you're a man. Why wouldn't you know that? Yeah. And right. uh, I, I like asking those questions. If people want to question my manhood, go right ahead. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. yeah. So sometimes yeah, I mean, women are there to help uh, move, the, move those things along and educate people. Sure. Even in like Moab, the first couple of times that I did Moab in like 2015, I took a bunch of bypasses. I only had 35 inch tires and a two and a half inch lift on the TJ. And so I took some bypasses or I asked for a safety tie off, like tie me off. So that this way, you know, the nose didn't go over the back. Right. Some of those will take you up quite some angles. And if there's nothing wrong with and everybody's perfectly fine with it. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. We'll definitely tie you off. We don't want, nobody really wants you to injure yourself mm. or to like damage your vehicle. Yeah. They want to see you conquer that obstacle, even if it's with a little well, bit. Well, you're learning safely too, and you're learning your Jeep yeah. safely. And, right. you'll, and you know that next time you may not need that, even though right. it may be a good, still be a good idea to do it. So I'm not telling you people sure. don't be safe, but <laughs> if, you, if you haven't done it in your Jeep before, you're learning that vehicle. It's, it's really no different than getting a car and learning how to drive and how fast you take a corner, uh, how you stop, how you stop in rain. You're, you're always learning yeah. your vehicle. And you, when you go off-road, you're just learning a different mode of travel. Sure, 100%. And different terrain, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so you got hats. And uh, so you say that you have different kind of hats, which I think is a good idea. It's almost like the, um, uh, what do you call it, when they put like one of 200 or something on it, when they yeah. number them, you know, that type of thing. It's almost not like that. It's like, you know, you got exactly. to yeah. check the site you gotta, or you got to be at the event uh, uh, yeah. you know, to get something like this. And, and uh so that's really cool that you do that, and it's a, a real good marketing idea. Does that mean that some of the stuff that you have is only available at events and, and other things are on the site, or can you get it on the site yeah. as well? No, that is exactly how it is. So if you are at Jeep Beach, for instance, mm-hmm. there's only certain Jeep, there's only certain beach hats that we make just for Jeep Beach itself. Um, there's only certain beach towels that we just make for Jeep Beach, and we don't put them on the website because... We only we have a limited quantity of five to seven hundred, mm-hmm. and they sell fast at the Jeep event. So it's really hard to be at the event, have that limited product, and try to have it on the website and control the sales at the event itself. And I did that one year, and I ended up having to order a bunch more and have uh, and make them. Yeah. Um. And so I was kind of backpedaling and playing catch up and I ended up just giving a few away because I was like, I'm super sorry for the, you know, four days that it took for me to get it for you because we're pretty prompt with our shipping. Mm-hmm. So I don't want anybody to, you know, be upset or mad or because they get all excited about the products. And, and I well, love it. And you want it immediately whenever you buy it. Yeah. 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 And I want to deliver that for them because mm-hmm. I know how excited I am to get stuff that I order. So I, I, I know exactly where they're coming oh, yeah. from. And I want them to be able to receive it as fast as I can get it to them. Right. So we have limited certain things to some of the events. I do have some gals that will email me. Hey, listen, I saw you two years ago at Jeep Beach. I know that you had this particular thing. If you do anything special for Jeep Beach, please let me know. I'll PayPal it. And if you could ship it from there, I'll pay extra. You know, like, and I don't charge extra, nothing. I just, I do have boxes. I do bring boxes with me. And I will put it together and, and mail them out mm-hmm. from some of the events. 
I try not to do it a lot because. Well, yeah, that's it's. Well, I'm just thinking about all the all the stuff that you have to go through. I don't know where you're getting yeah. these things made. I don't know if you've got a, a room full of uh, 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 people from uh, some other part of the world back uh, working feverishly, I make <laughs> putting this stuff together. Really? No. I was going to yeah. make a joke about that if you were in the back. You have, <laughs> no. to be, you have to be hella busy, if nothing else, just shipping things. Yes. Yes, definitely. I mean, when I'm out of town, I do have my daughter that will get online and check all the orders and get orders out if I'm not not local. So she'll go to the building and she'll I'll, I'll make X amount. And so 99% of the time, everything that's on our website is true in numbers. So if it says it's sold out, it's out. Right. If it says that there's you know 100 of them, there's 100 of them. Because she is really, really good at helping me with those things. Um, so for you know, ultimately, what we do have is what is on the website it's true in number mm-hmm. um so she handles that if i'm out of town and then if i have anything come in special orders for the while i'm at the events those are kind of what i handle so i'll bring 50 to 100 boxes with me just in case wow my gosh you must be uh, busting ass 24 <laughs> 7 and then on top of that i i run and control 110 percent a real estate agency so it's, <laughs> but that's what I do in the afternoons because usually people want to look at houses and whatnot. Yeah. Five to eight o'clock at night. So from five to eight o'clock at night, I'm usually all over the state of Michigan showing, putting in offers on homes and scheduling inspections and things like that. But the Jeep thing has just always been a part of my life. So the real estate makes me money. The Jeep thing kind of takes me around the world, allows me to build and formulate new friendships and you know, get more confidence in women right. on trail rides mm-hmm. and they come back all the time. And they, and when they come back, they have a bigger Jeep, they've got bigger tires, <laughs> they've got a bigger lift. Yeah. I'm like, yes, let's yeah. go to yeah. Rush it's, Creek now. <laughs> you know, like, let's go do the black trails. <laughs> it's fun when you're a drug dealer and you, you get them hooked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, you go back and you go, oh yeah, you need some serious problems. You need to get that 12 step program. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand now why the cat was making noise. He doesn't know who you are. It's like, <laughs> who the hell is this in the house? <laughs> that is so he's funny. Saying, Get yeah, out! Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is just amazing. So let me make sure I'm clear on this. So, like the hat, for example, the the logo that's on the hat. You're back there with a silk screener or an embroidery machine or something. That's so it's embroidery. it's not that you made the hat. But but you're it's your handiwork. You're the yeah. one manually doing that. So whenever you buy one of these products, people are getting stuff that you made. Yeah. Yep. All the silk. So, so like, and I guarantee everything. I had a gal the one time. She she calls me up and she's like, "Oh man, my uh, girlfriend ran over my sunglasses." And I, I, the, oh, the no. sunglasses I do have a gal that makes them. She custom makes them for me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Her husband had passed away. Um, he was in the military, so she custom builds them for me. So I can order, you know, whatever lenses, polarized, not polarized, and all the handles are engraved by her. Uh, it says wow. wrangle her own handle. Oh, nice, very nice. I think I just shipped out my last pair to one of Catskin's. Uh, daughters. Do you have any of this history or, or the details on this, like the, the glasses? Because this is what you told me would make it much more interesting because you can buy sunglasses anywhere. 
But when somebody's hand making them, that the yeah. her husband was in the military, and I mean yeah. th- that just makes it a lot more valuable to me. Yeah, yeah, no, I tell the story to pretty much everybody. Uh, they're not super expensive, but I do pay her a lot of money to make the sunglasses. But I really like supporting, you know, people who actually put in a lot of sweat equity, so mm-hmm, to say, mm-hmm. if they put their heart and soul into something, and she guarantees all of my sunglasses, so I can guarantee them. Um, I don't always send everything back to her just because I'd rather her have the the money and I'll just order another pair mm-hmm. because I just, I don't know. I feel bad doing, I've, I've made two warranty claims since I've used her in the last four years and that's it. And those are the well, well, that's what you do in business. You, you know, what is valuable to you, how much you're getting profit and you know what you can absorb. And yeah, no, absolutely. Sure. I understand yeah. that hundred percent. So, uh, my God, it's such an interesting uh, conversation, and it's almost an hour that we've uh, been talking, and it's like oh, wow. I, I looked over there and I went, oh, my God, it, this has really gone by quick. Um, so, uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up, even though I don't want to. I've got a bunch more questions, but uh, we'll have to have you back on uh, if, sure. if you're willing to be grilled again. Yeah, <laughs> Um So, uh, you know how the kids love the social media, and I know you're on social media. Where, where can they yeah. find you at? Um, so our Instagram is really, it's more of like a brick and mortar build. So everybody that is on our Instagram, we have personally met. I don't really pay for any of the marketing and advertising mm-hmm. because I like the, the personal boldness of it. Mm-hmm. I like to know that everybody that's commenting their heart and soul is in the right place, just like mine. They believe in my mission and my vision and everything that I'm doing across the country with all of my road trips. They're always cheering me on, mm-hmm. just like I'm always cheering them on. And they send me pictures and tag me in a bunch of their posts because I've I've been able to give them some of that new energy. And now they added some, you know, aftermarket products and built their Jeep up to a bigger spec than what it was when I met them. And now they want to share those experiences with me. So I always worry if I do the, the paid marketing and advertising that it'll get too big and I will miss out on being able to you know, be grateful and speak to these and, you know, the friends it is that I've made along the way of all of this. So I don't do a lot, whole lot of paid advertising. So we don't have like this massive social media following. I mean, we have like... Oh, you're apologizing for not having a thousand, 10,000 followers, aren't you? Yeah, we're not. (laughs) I mean, like we have like 7,000, 8,000 between all of our platforms. Mm -hmm. But That's nothing wrong with that. What What you're saying is it's quality, not quantity. Yes, 110%. And we appreciate all of that. But yes, you can find us like our Instagram is at wrangle her with an S on the end, because there's this super cute gal that has our wrangle her and I'm just like not a mean person. She's adorable. She always posts some pictures with her and her family. So I don't and she's from another country. So I'm not even going to bother. So Mm -hmm. I just added an S. But but what you're saying is if something happened where you got that, it'd be okay. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she had actually sent me a message and I had told her, you know, like if you want to trade to where you have the S and I have the not S, mm-hmm. <laughs> we could do that. And so but that might happen because she recently Good. reached out because everybody keeps tagging her and she's like, I don't oh, have yeah, I never thought about that. <laughs> so if we got everybody listening to this interview to tag her, you might make this happen for Julianne. <laughs> I might get my Instagram page. <laughs> um, so wrangle her with an S is our Instagram. Uh, I do have a wrangle underscore her that we just recently started. And that's more of just the apparel. 
mm-hmm. and some of the models and which are all of our friends and or other Jeep gals that, and guys that have purchased our products because we like it to be on people that we know. So I'd rather you have the shirt on and I put you on our Facebook or our website or something of that nature than you know, just some random stranger. Oh, yeah. No, no. It, 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 you're so appreciative of them being part of of your vision. I absolutely. Yeah. I, it's like we love getting voicemails and emails from our listeners. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It makes a big difference because even though uh, no matter how big you are or how many orders you get, you don't uh, have that interplay. I mean, you do right. when you go to the events, but just sure. knowing that it's a real person and not just some number that pops up is uh, is really cool. Very important. That's also uh, it, a lot of our reels. You'll find a lot of the gals that come up and visit us at the booth and we befriend them. So like at the end of the day, sometimes we have like 15 girls hanging out in our booth because we've nice. all become such good friends. Yes. And so a lot of the reels, we include a lot of the people because we appreciate, like we love our people. We want our people to be seen and known just as much as we are because they are why we're here and that they are why I am continuously over the last four, now pushing five years, traveling more and meeting more people and doing more events. They are the reason why their excitement. Oh, their I bet energy. you it's a lot of fun having people recognize you yeah. and wanting to talk to you. And yeah, uh, I've, I've had one incident where I was uh, chatting with somebody on Facebook chat and they said, uh, who is this? And I said, it's Tony. And it was like, is this the Tony? <laughs> I, I immediately ran and told my wife, and I don't think her eyes have stopped rolling. <laughs> but it was cool that one time that it happened, you know? So I can well imagine how much fun that is to go out and uh, be accepted like that. And also, too, you're on the Tic Tac as well, aren't you? Yeah, we just started that recently. So we have um, we have a couple of videos on there. Not a whole lot. We're, we're building on the Tic Tac and the YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you do have a YouTube uh, channel. Yes. Okay. And that everything else is just wrangle her. Right. Instagram is the only one with us. And you don't do you don't do anything online as far as live video audio type stuff. I mean, I, you don't have a podcast, I understand, but there's no interaction. All the interaction that you do with your with your folks is at the events that you go to. Yes, and the vendor shows. I like. I really like the in person because. Oh, of course, but yeah, it's expensive I, and it's very time consuming. And, yeah. you, and you know you've got a lot of free time, so. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, very cool. And again, I like I said, we could uh, sit here and talk for a very, very long time. But we're gonna, we're going to wrap this thing up, and uh, sure. we'll just have to have you back. And I going to get a, uh, an okay on uh, the the coming back and talking to us. A hundred percent. Thank you very much. Well, yes, and, and, th- and thank you so much for being here. Now uh, we didn't. Uh, we were having such fun talking. Uh, I didn't say it very many times, but you need to go to wrangle her. Uh, dot com. Do you prefer dot org or dot com, or do, or do you care? Both of them link to the same place, so I own them both. Yeah. So either one. So uh, wranglerher yeah. dot. Uh, let's say wranglerher dot org, and that's uh, R. I'm sorry, it's not. Uh, <laughs> rewind. It's W R A N G L H E R dot org or dot com go over there and check it out you'll see all these uh, really nice things that julianne makes herself except for the sunglasses so but but she knows the person really well that that does make them so that means a lot (laughs) julianne thank a lot thank you a lot for being with us tonight anytime thank you so much for having me 
Hey, thanks again to Julianne for being on the show and talking to us all about Wrangler Her. And uh, boy, you need you go over there and check out some of the goodies that they have to sell. And uh, don't worry, the sold out items uh, will be back in. So keep checking back WranglerHer.com. That's Wrangle with a Her at the end dot com. Or just check our show notes for uh, this episode. Episode 733, our Friday interview episode. Hey, coming up next week, Robin Dodd, episode 737 with Backroad Adventurers. Adventurers, it's hard to say. Backroad Adventurers. Hey, you know, it's real easy to follow the show. All you need to do is sign up for our newsletter at jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. Just scroll on down through there. You'll see how to sign up for the newsletter, and uh, you'll get informed each and every week, at least once a week, sometimes more, uh, about uh, things that are going on with the show, upcoming guests, uh, episodes that are going to be happening. And of course, of course, you can join our Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Time recording of our roundtable episode every Tuesday uh, did I mention it's at 8 p.m. Central Time? <laughs> and uh, to get the invite and all the rest of that good stuff, just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and uh, sign up for that newsletter. And, you know, there, people also go over to our Discord server and ask them there. And, of course, you get notifications of the Discord server, people uh, getting ready to go into the Zoom room on, uh, on Tuesday nights. And uh, it's just fun uh, chatting with uh, everybody on the, on the Discord server. You never know what you're going to hear or see. Uh, and that's usually a good thing. <laughs> it's usually Jeep related, but not always. So it's just a fun place for uh, everybody to gather and uh, keep up with one another, even when the Zoom meeting is not going on. And uh, same place, jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. You can uh, scroll through there and look for a Discord invite, and you can join us on our Discord server. Uh, things are happening on the thing uh, about every day. So there's a little fun to be had and a little uh, maybe a little information to be learned as well. Well, that's the show for this week, uh, this interview episode, which is uh, every Friday. Uh, this, uh, you know, if you, if you like the interviews, Friday is the great day to finish out your week. Uh, and uh, right now, right before Christmas. Oh, and uh, have a very, very uh, a Merry Christmas and a great New Year. But we'll be back next week. Broadcasting since 2010.